can you go? As you can see, this is a leak from season 2 to season 1. We got indecisive because, you know, I promised it for season 1, but yet again we wanted it in the revamp of season 2. So to meet in the middle, we're making it as a leaked episode. So, guess what? The episode is here. The collab. Yay! Shut up, Dave. Hello guys, welcome back to Anytime Podcast, another great episode. So here today is a very special episode because we are here with the lowest bass singer in the world, Tim Storms. How you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks for having me. Yes. Alright, so uh, I wanted to ask you some questions on the show, so you filled the form out I made. So, uh, question one. For how long have you held the record for lowest bass singer? I originally broke it in 2000 and held it for several years and then it was broken in 2011 um, and then I took it back in 2012. Holy cow, and you're still holding it today? Yep. Holy cow, and like this is in the world, correct? Yeah. Holy cow. So describe your career as, you know, or, you know, you do voiceovers as well, but uh, also with the lowest bass. Describe your career in five words. Like, yeah, you have it on the forums, you answered it out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't remember what I put. Oh, no, you can easily look it up on your phone. We're not videotaping or anything. Oh, uh, so uh, maybe just try and describe them, you know, on site. I have to limit it to five words. <laughs> I mean, you can do it to more or less. We can change things up just for the comfort of the show. <laughs> so my career, <clears throat> um, I had a Christian acapella group in high school uh, comprised of, <clears throat> it was me, my best friend, Nate, his little sister, Sue, uh, some other people from our youth group, uh, Jenny Hostetler, um, her parents, Dick and Fran Hostetler, and, uh, and then we also had um, Joe and his brother, John, um, and there was one other person, totally escapes me at this point but um it's a group called spirit of praise we sang mostly acapella and adb stuff <clears throat> and um as soon as i graduated high school uh moved from indiana to oklahoma started touring full-time uh, with tim tibbles uh whose uncle was brett testerman that sang with avb in the 80s um and then I ended up singing with Brett uh, in a group called Freedom. And then from there I went to 
uh, intern for acapella and AVB, and I sang with acapella, AVB, vocal union, uh, acapella ladies, acapella children. Um, we recorded about 11 albums that year, um, toured all over the world, <clears throat> and then um, took a couple years off of singing. Well, maybe, maybe not that long. <coughs> but then uh, moved to Branson, Missouri, and got in the shows down there. And then in uh, 2002, um, went to Portland, Oregon, sang with a group called Rescue Christian Acapella Group, and did some recording with them, some touring great experience there and then uh, back to Branson for a year no sorry back to Branson for uh, eight nine years and uh, got in shows down there again and now we're back up in Coeur d'Alene Idaho and I do voiceover work from time to time and record bass vocals on uh, different acapella projects here and there. So, uh, that's actually really cool. Like, it's cool to share your story a lot because, you know, people, you know, like to know, like, kind of where you came from and just, you know, they like to know more about the people behind all this stuff that we get. Uh, so, another question is, who inspired you? Now, I have a feeling who did. Uh, so, I have a guess. Uh, who was it? So, <clears throat> a few people actually. Um, growing up in the 80s, I listened to AVB and acapella uh, from ever since actually the late 70s when Keith Lancaster started um, his image and um, uh, New Life Quartet. And then it became acapella, but, <clears throat> but, uh, he was always really good at getting the most amazing singers for those groups. And uh, two bases that come to mind are Wes McKenzie and Rodney Britt. Um, Wes has and always had a really uh, uh, an edge to his bass vocal that really cut through the mix. Um, and he was low and, uh, Rodney Britt was pretty stinking low as well. And, but the thing about him is he has such a resonance to his voice. That's just, it's, uh, otherworldly. Um, I remember one time, um, sitting at Scott Holmesley's house around a campfire, me and Brett and Steve Maxwell, <clears throat> Jason Cassidy, uh, or just the members of Freedom, um, sitting around campfire and Rod was there and I was standing in a chair, or standing uh, behind Rodney while he was sitting in a Samsonite chair, one of those metal folding chairs. And uh, 
we're just singing some hymns out of the book, out of the hymnal. And Brett and I looked at each other and we were like, holy cow. Cause we could hear, we could feel the vibration from Rodney's voice in the ground at our feet. And it was just amazing. No sound system, just pure uh, resonance coming from him. Like a vocally generated earthquake, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Rodney Britt. He's a vocally generated earthquake. Um, so growing up, I listened to them and pretty much learned how to sing by going to an acapella singing church and listening to Rodney and Wes as far as learning how to sing bass. And then <clears throat> once I graduated high school, um, I found out about J.D. Sumner, who sang with the Stamps Quartet. He sang with several quartets over the years, but he was uh, touring with Elvis uh, for a number of years uh, as his one of his background singers. And um, J.D. Sumner was freakishly low, um, pretty well known in the Southern Gospel world. And uh, so as far as developing uh, the really low range, um, you know, first of all, I think it's just a gift that God's given me. And it's my job, uh, has been my job to take care of it and, uh, uh, you know, practice uh, all that I can uh, to make it the best thing it can be. And, um, but first and foremost, I think it's just a gift that God's given me. And uh, he's given me tools over time to make that what it should be. And I think one of those tools was, you know, uh, coming across J.D. Sumner, as well as Wes and, and Rod, but uh, coming across J.D. Sumner to even help me realize that I could sing even lower than what I was already singing. Um, so, yeah, I've... I've uh, I like to use uh, JD's uh, music to to warm up my voice, and you know I'll listen and sing along with his stuff sometimes, and that gets things uh, gets my vocal cords warmed up. And uh, yeah, JD, JD JD was freakishly low. But yeah, those are my um, <clears throat> inspirations as far as bass singing. Holy cow, that is really cool. Okay, I have one more question for you. Uh, so, I uh, it's more of an opinion question. It's not really a backstory question, but which one? Great acoustics, yet no sound system. Or, great sound system, but no acoustics. So, <clears throat> acoustics are... <laughs> that's, that's kind of a tough one, because I'm not the type of bass singer that... I mean, I don't have a ton of resonance like Rodney Britt. Um, so, yeah, I, I rely on a really good microphone and a really good sound system to do <clears throat> what I like to do. However, 
there are situations where um, acoustics can either make or break a sound system. So if you've got a kick butt sound system and horrible acoustics, sometimes it's really difficult to overcome horrible acoustics like a gymnasium. You can have an awesome sound system, but uh, if you have horrible acoustics in there, which is most gymnasiums, uh, you're dealing with all this slap back, so you gotta turn the low end down, and it's just, it's really difficult. So, <clears throat> to answer your question, I would say uh, um, better acoustics than anything. Um, <laughs> I do this all the time. Uh, if I get into a, a room that really, like you can speak and feel the reverberations in the room, like a bathroom, right? A public bathroom. There are some bathrooms that, or stairwells, where you can speak or hum a note and it reverberates. But if you go, if you slide down the scale, like, um, there are certain spots where the room reverberates more than any other frequency. And what I've found is if you find that frequency where you can just barely go, and it really reverberates. If you take that note down an octave, it'll reverberate exactly the same. So it's kind of a goofy thing that, that I've got where if I'm in a public restroom, I'm always trying to find that where what uh, room, what frequency the, uh, the room uh, responds to the most. And I'll take it an octave down. That's just something goofy that I do. So, uh, also, uh, while I'm loading up this, uh, site, I, like, I already have it here, but, uh, one more kind of interluding question for this. Uh, I heard that you actually, well, not really blew it up, but you actually blew up -ish someone's speaker system. <laughs> that was in, uh, Jamaica when I was with ABB. Um, there was a, there was a time where it happened, uh, another time where it happened. I can't remember where that one was at, but this one was in Jamaica. So in Jamaica, <clears throat> reggae music is kind of popular there. Um, and with reggae music, uh, the bass drives the music, whereas over in America, uh, it's driven by mostly percussion. So being that the bass drives the music, they love 60 hertz. And they'll take 60 hertz and just boost it. Um, <laughs> all the cabs that we rode in over there had, uh, you know, seven, ten band equalizers. And every single one of them, the bass would be boosted up all the way at 60 hertz. Uh, same with the, the sound men over there that are running the sound systems. If you go and look at their EQ after they've EQ'd the sound system, you'll see 60 hertz just jacked up. <laughs> Why not 70? No, 60 is that kind of that sweet spot. Oh. Um, so when AVB sang there, uh, they had the sound system set up, jacked up 60 hertz. Well, one of the songs that we sang 
was the low note on the song was right around 55, 60 hertz. Uh, I think it might have been a low A, I don't remember. I don't know a lot about speakers, but did it combine and make 120 hertz? <laughs> no. Oh. So, so what happened was, and I, it was the last song of the concert, if I remember right, um, we sang a song called I Need You. And they were fighting feedback during the whole song because every time I would sing, I need you, um, the that might be a little higher than what it was, but uh, that low note was right around 55, 60 hertz. And because they had it boosted on the sound system, I would just have to barely hit the note and it would just it would just really echo through the hall and uh, to where the very last note of the song I hit it really hard and full and because they already had it jacked up uh, it was a little too much for the left side of the subwoofers and the there was a subwoofer they had probably uh, three or four 18s per side um, and one of the 18s on the left side slapped the grill and caught on fire and was smoking. Um, I was thinking, oh man, the sound men are going to be mad, but they were back there going, yeah, <laughs> they were all excited because I blew up one of their subs. That's amazing. So, uh, we have a game here for you. So you know a lot about music, correct? <clears throat> yeah, I do. All right, so, uh, meaning you can, like, read it and you know notes and stuff? Yeah. All right. So, uh, we're going to test your limits a little on this game. All right. So, uh, I'm going to play a note on the, this online pitch pipe. I don't have a real one here. Uh, so, I'm going to play a note, and you're going to have to guess the note. All right. All right, so, <clears throat> uh, first off, uh, we need to little sound check. This isn't part of the game, by the way. This is. Let's see if it picks it up from here. Nope. Uh, you'll have to turn it up. Oh, wait, I think this is it. Okay. Alright. Sound checking. Oh, can you hear it? Here, I'll turn it up a little. Alright, I found the place. So now, this... What is this note? C. Nope. D. I was way off. Alright, so uh, we're gonna do... So what we're gonna do with this one, we're gonna do a one... So I'll let this one slide, you can multi-guess on this one, but the rest of them... It's one guess. <coughs> if it's wrong, we move to the next one. But the majority of them that you get right, like if you get a majority of them right, majority of them right, then you win something. So, all right. So, uh, what's your last guess on? I mean, it's in the 
first five letters of the alphabet. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> that narrows it down, thanks. Um, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. But hey, F is the sixth, so that means it F is crossed out. A, B, C, D, E, F. So you're saying it's not an F? Yeah, it's not F. <laughs> thanks. <clears throat> I'm, I'm clueless. I don't know. It was A. Oh. Yep. See? All right. So uh, now, I'm not going to do this in order just to make it, you know, a little more. Yeah. So, uh, next note. You're right. <clears throat> All right. So uh, that's one point for you so far. So, all right, let's go on to our next one. Hmm. Hard one. What's a hard one? Not one of the first five. Is it an F sharp? Okay, so uh, F sharp is oh, like the hashtags, right? <laughs> You're not looking this website up, are no, you? I'm just looking at a keyboard. I guess you can look at a keyboard, that's fine. was a sharp F, like fart. <laughs> All right. I, I actually did that once on an episode two. <laughs> okay. So, uh, wait. did that play accidentally on her? Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, the hashtags are sharp, correct? Yeah, yeah. You are actually right next to the answer on the board right now. Here, I'll play it one more time. You're right! Okay. Alright, that's two points. So, uh, alright. One more time so you can play along at home. Um, it's an F. You're right next to the answer again. Sharp. <laughs> I did that to throw you off. <laughs> All right. 
So now. My ears are all plugged up from being sick. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sickness, it's going around these days. These months. Alright, so. On the list, you are two answers away. It's a D. You are literally right next to the answer. Okay. Sharp. Not a D sharp. It rhymes. It rhymes with D sharp. Alright guys, so we are going to take a quick break. So uh we'll find out what he guesses. with the Anytime Podcast, and here we are here with Tim Storms. So, uh, alright, so we're gonna continue where we left off. So, uh, did you guess yet? I can't remember. Well, I remembered you guessed, but I don't remember you answering this. So, uh, I'm gonna let this one slide. It was C-sharp. So, uh, now, we're going to do another one. By the way, you have to get five points to win. G sharp. You just got three out of five points. You, you're right. All right. So, uh, 
two more points correct, and you will win something. So, uh, alright. Oh, what? Uh, I played it for you. Know, I haven't played it for these guys yet. Are very close it's not like it's not like it's close to this well I mean it is but uh alphabet wise you are very close and also actually pitch pipe wise you are actually you're right one more point. All right. I was a, like, I, I swear, if you said, like, F-sharp or something, that would have been, like, F-sharp isn't in the alphabet. <laughs> All right. So, final, let's hope this is the final one, because you are on fire with this today. All right, let's go. I wouldn't go that far, Okay, you are really close. It is in the B category. <laughs> to be flat. That's the one with the lowercase b next to it, right? You just got your fifth point. Congratulations. <laughs> you win the game that has no name yet. Uh, I just sort of. I get to fish the marble out of the oatmeal. <laughs> no, you don't get to drink from the fire hose today. <clears throat> so, uh, what you get, what you get. I'm going to prepare a special uh, music. It's going to be high in bass. It will I'm just going to prepare like maybe like a 1 minute or just like a kind of a quick music zip for you that you can just kind of like you know integrate your music on meaning like you you know I know that you're interested in stuff with a lot of bass in it. So you know just something to kind of satisfy your you know musical ASMR. So congratulations you win a 1 minute clip of musical ASMR. That will be Sometime in the near future, I will work on it, hopefully today. All right, so thank you yet again for listening to the Anytime <sighs> Podcast, and uh, goodbye, and uh, why don't you say goodbye to them? Goodbye. <laughs> uh, he does lots of vocal impressions as well. It's really cool, and uh, you, you can we can find you on YouTube, correct? Uh, yeah, I've got some stuff on there. So you can look up Tim Storms on YouTube. And uh, I don't know how much of the stuff is official because there's a lot of people like posting stuff that's not necessarily theirs. You know what I'm saying? Like people do that all the time. So uh, if it's under the Tim, your name is just Tim Storms on YouTube, right? Yeah, well, I've got a channel, but it's not under Tim Storms. But Okay, so uh, maybe you could just look up some Tim Storms footage. He was actually in Ripley's Believe It or Not, is that correct? And he's actually featured in the 2020 Guinness World Record. Guinness. Guinness. <laughs> Guinness.
<laughs> okay, <laughs> Guinness. Uh, I mispronouncing. I'm such a genius. All right, so. All right, so thank you for listening to the Anytime Podcast. And yeah, goodbye. And uh, another goodbye from Tim Storm. See you later. All right, thank you so much for listening. We are currently now on Spotify. Uh, This is soon to be on Apple Podcasts and some other locations. The app is still working. But uh, have a nice day. Or, you know, tomorrow, whatever time you're watching this. And have a nice... Yeah, thank you for listening to Anytime Podcast.